0: Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday, where we talk about audio and hi-fi-related themes.
1: If you have any requests for a future episode, send us an email, t-o-t-l at abyssheadphones.com.
0: Well, we have another viewer-submitted question. And if you, too, would like to be as cool as these folks and submit your own question, you can send it to us at TOTL at BissHeadphones.com. Maybe we'll answer it on a future episode. Woohoo! So this question reads, Hi, gentlemen. I understand you guys do listen to vinyl besides digital sources. Yeah, occasionally. So my question is, how do you make listening to non-pristine vinyl even bearable through phones? Surface noise that is totally obtrusive through speakers becomes much more distracting when it's right in your ears, any thoughts on this would be appreciated. Yeah, can be a problem. So you two listen to vinyl a fair bit more than me. Yeah, we're so maybe you're better suited for that we one. We deal with
1: this challenge from time to time. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'd say just throw the record out and get another one if it's oh. scratched. Right. <laughs> well, if it's scratched up, scratch, That's what's causing it. You, you know, you got that tick every yeah, every yeah. every revolution. Just get another album, find another one, get one that's print more minty. You know, that's what I would do. Or skip those tracks if you can.
2: Hmm. But he's talking surface noise, though.
1: Yeah. I don't have it. I haven't had much of an issue. But no, I, yours is pretty good. It's pretty wet, though. Like, yeah. I've got that. Well, you have it, too. The soft, the, the... Yeah. It's like a velvety pad. You dump frickin' the fluid, cleaning fluid on there, and you just soak the album, clean the, clean out the grooves and
0: wet it. So basically, the album's damp going on the platter. It's pretty quiet. <laughs> uh, at trade shows, I've seen a lot of those examples of like the ultrasonic cleaners. Yeah. And there was plenty of people that brought in the vinyl. So I guess they always people always bring in their vinyl so they clean it throughout they the cleans show or the whatever crap out yeah. and yeah. I've heard the before and afters and yeah. wow yeah. you put some of the stuff in that's real dirty and just pops takes I got to get me one stuff. of those because when you buy used and it works records great. or U- new
1: or new right yeah, yeah it gets this crap out of the grooves that just doesn't come out yeah, yeah. and the older the album gets I guess the worse that kind of gets because so you think about it the needle the, the stylus is tracking at a gram or two. It's not putting in a real pressure in there. Obviously, it doesn't want to yeah. wear it out. right? So it's not able to get the dirt out either. Yeah, just more, more or less compacts it in the groove than pulling it out. So, yep. yeah, it makes the ultrasonics make sense, but they're expensive. They're thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for the cleaner.
0: They seem to work, though. It seems like if you have really clean vinyl in good shape that wasn't yeah. dropped across concrete or something, it's pretty quiet. Anyone I've talked to that has one says
1: they're amazing for albums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, like you said, even new. Yeah. 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 It's yeah,
0: almost like a prerequisite, it seems. You've got to have all
2: this equipment. Yeah, mm-hmm. It is more important, though, on headphones, yeah, because you hear every little thing. Yeah. So, yeah, clean vinyl is the first start. But it does seem like uh, the cartridges make a big difference, too, yeah. um, because yours is definitely lower noise than mine. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm running
1: an ordefon cartridge. I think it's a black something or other, yeah. and you're running a
2: Grotto, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. One of
1: the Grottos, the newer Grottos? New, yeah. yeah, the
2: Timber series. Yeah? Yeah.
1: So I guess the cartridge matters. But, you know, given the fact that, let's say, you have a cartridge and you're running into this, what static is an issue. Static is definitely so water, an issue. So water prevents that, and then... They have a gun that you can yeah, yeah zap the thing. Right? Zap it's gun. like an ion generator gun or something. You ever see those things? Yeah yeah yeah. It just it kind of throws a spark at its tip. Yeah. It's like a ion barbecue igniter thing or something <laughs> like know, that. Exactly. I, th- I think yeah. they're
2: quartz actually. Are they?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like it's those standard barbecue cool. no igniters. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a spark. Yeah. And it ionizes the air and it apparently d- d- dissipates the charge on the, the the electron accumulation on the surface of the yeah. album, which is part of the reason you're getting. Static. I got a vintage one. For those oh, oh yeah, it's made in England. Oh. Does
2: it work? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, does it do anything? It doesn't seem to do anything. Yeah, and it. So. Uh, <laughs> I think water works better. Yeah, uh, cleaning food I look. So <laughs> they make new ones. They look exactly the same, but they're blue now and no longer made in England.
1: Well, I have as a habit. I've I've just learned to put. I put the album on. I get the 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 wood pad with the the vel the wood with the velvet pad. Spray the record cleaning fluid on there, and I just I do the album before I even play it. Mm. Then I drop the needle and I go through the track. So. It's just a process. It's kind of the way vinyl is. The whole thing's a process. It is a process. You know,
0: process, yeah. you know one one record at a time. A little bit more thing. hassle than streaming services. Just a bit. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: There's not much you can do on that. No. But most of the noise I hear, because the static is an issue for me, mm-hmm. is there's a scratch, and sometimes it's so hard to see, like you don't even see it, but the damn the stylus is still picks it up, and so it's even it's difficult. It makes difficult, buying used records difficult. Because you can look at them in a the store, and you obviously you're not sitting there with a yeah. hundred thousand candle power. So it's like you're looking at a store and what a lighting they have, and that looks good. And you get it home, and every it t- t- <laughs> revolution, it's like shit. So you just sometimes you just don't know. And of course, my eyes ain't as good as they used to be. But yeah, oh. for some reason, sometimes I've, I I can't see the scratch, but it's there. It's quite audible. And again, the only right re- resolution is just find another album, find the same album from someone else. It's a trial
2: and error thing. Yeah, I have four of this one album actually oh, yeah. and I played them all to see which one sounded best. <laughs> yeah. And there is one, right? Yeah. There's always one. Yeah. Yeah, I know,
1: same with me. I have three, I think I have three sets of the Harry Belafonte album mm-hmm. and it's for whatever reason here in Buffalo, I keep running into them. Mm-hmm. Like I go I go to a garage sale or an estate sale from time to time and i I swear i could have 10 sets of them must have been really popular when this album came out you know it's a great live album it sounds great in digital i've Mm -hmm. got a digital copy and it sounds great i don't they must have taken it off a tape or something um but um but yeah but i i finally found one i think it's a two record set found one that's clean so Mm -hmm. i'm good
2: so it's trial and error yeah yeah uh, yeah because one of them one of the ones i played it's like unbelievably yeah, noisy right. like it looked fine right. You look at it i but know wow i know it's one of ones i got in fact yeah, yeah. i gave it to you and yeah I mean, it's like yeah. holy crap yeah. and i tried it and
1: i'm like holy crap yeah i know so you just don't know but that is the way to go i usually these are none of these things are that rare you can usually find another copy yeah, not usually but yeah you know some things are so yeah some. it is what it is that's the f- nature of the format yeah so we've come down to water and zap it with your zap gun yeah and the third thing is they do make um, turntable um, the, for the
2: platter, the um, the mats, mats,
1: yeah, anti-static mats, which come in all
2: various iterations. That does help. Yeah. That helps too because it's yeah. made to help dissipate. Yeah, because like the felt ones that they come with, instantly you take off your record and they come with it with uh, all the right. static. It's <laughs> yeah. like that's a bad. Yeah, time. it's not working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. My turntable was rubber on it, which you think would be the same, but I don't know. It's it's in the middle. It seems yeah. to be staying fairly neutral, but rubber is not a great thing either. Yeah, don't they use rubber? Remember back in the day in school, they used. Didn't they use like rubber and wool to create a star charge or something like that? Was it a rubber stick glass? Was it glass? A glass yeah, stick? I don't think and it rubber they rubbed was it against a piece of wool, yeah. and pew, it would just pick up all the paper and everything yeah. to create electron uh, uh, buildup on the uh, on the glass. Some mm-hmm. some materials are way way better at it than others. Of course. So yeah, you want to try to avoid things that that are that make static, <laughs> or help, or by rubbing against it produce an electron charge on a surface things that are isolators, yeah. yeah should be avoided ideally. yeah something so, yeah. like that cork yeah. works good cork is good yeah rubberized cork well yeah and if you put a little carbon in there too ooh, uh-huh. conductive. <laughs> well conductive well i'd want that <laughs> maybe we should make our own <laughs> as people are doing this already yeah. so you, you can buy these things but that would be the third suggestion is get a nice uh something for the top of the yep. of the turntable that uh, the album sits on that and it also does, also those things do vary the sound, can vary the sound a bit on a higher res system. So mm-hmm. note that the material it's made of does matter. You know, you usually don't want something real hard there. Um, it, it tends to help, doesn't help smoothing out the bumps, so to speak.
0: Not all albums are perfectly flat. They tend to be a little warped here and there. Yeah, well, that's why I need the, uh, the weights, too. Oh, right. Now, we're not quite experts on this, but presumably humidity is a factor as well. Absolutely. Like around here in the winter, when humidity's super low, Pretty much anything you touch zaps you because yeah. uh, everything's a much better isolator than it normally is. You know, Nothing's very conductive, so all the static that builds up that normally would get very slowly dissipated just doesn't. In the air, right? Right.
1: Yeah, the air isn't taking bleeding off electrons from yeah. you, so you're now a major carrier of electrons.
0: And presumably in <laughs> certain climates,
2: this could be yeah. an issue for your vinyl as well. Yeah, true. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you could tell, like, yeah. in the winter, uh, you take— um take your album out of the of the sleeve and then like your hands like sticking to it a little bit yeah, from right. static yeah pulling Even the it. paper yeah or some of the plastic like, oh, covers that's bad. That's, yeah. that's a bad start yeah
1: right <laughs> the whole thing everything's charged yeah. and then you're walking over to a uh, something that has 80 db of gain and yeah. putting it down and saying yeah. okay yeah. play this yeah. play this right. ch- play this piece of material full of charge mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that the
2: water water (laughs) well yeah or yeah humidity humidifier something
1: yeah i've been in fact over the years i've actually some people recommended to add a humidifier to like their listening room Mm. you know they make the small room style ones and if you're in a position where you can't put it on your hvac or if you got baseboard heat or something or electric heat you need to add humidity and pay a little more attention you don't want to go above around 45 50 percent in a room Right. because then things start getting going Boldy. the other way. <laughs> yeah, moldy. But, you yeah. know, if you keep it comfortable to yourself, and it way helps reduce static, and it'll probably also keep you from zapping electronics here and there and yep. Yep. potentially damaging something at some point, because it can happen. It can happen. That's a lot. Talking it ten can. twenty thousand 20,000 volts, yeah. it's enough to hurt something if it's not if it's not properly uh, protected against it. Although,
0: Linus did that video with ElectroBoom recently, and it is surprisingly difficult to damage components with ESD. Oh yeah, I remember surprisingly seeing. Surprisingly difficult. Yeah, that's right. You would think that the stuff would have failed way earlier because they were. They I, were think it, I think it us. was their method,
1: but yeah, they were it was using. was definitely partially the. You method. know, you can yeah. see at first they were trying to figure out how. They thought it would be easy, right? Mm-hmm. So, they, so yeah, and then they worked at it and go, oh, this is actually more difficult than we thought." And right. yeah, but I forget what was it? What was the final one that took it out? Were they raising the voltage? They had a. a well, they kept
0: raising the power. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. But it depends on where it hits, right? Dep- it right. depends on how totally. the power flows through the device. Yeah. Yeah. It's random. If it goes the good way, then you're not worried at all. Sometimes it'll yeah. hit the wrong spot and poof. One touch and it's over. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes you're lucky and it's not an issue. Other times, not so much.
1: Well, not only that, like stuff like that, like the, that type of deterioration or high voltage, sometimes it causes a, a failure that doesn't cause the device to totally fail. Right. It just, at some point in the near future, it fails. You know, it causes damage that doesn't exactly show up right, right away. A pit in a, you know, in a PN junction somewhere in a transistor. And it's just enough to cause leakage, but it's not right. failed yet. And in three months down the
2: road, bam. Well, <laughs> so the worst I've seen of something like that was touching a keyboard, which then shocked it, and the computer shut down. Oh, yeah. It still worked, right? but
0: it shut down. right? <laughs> so Smart it was like, computer if it you it think like, about it.
2: Uh, did I break it? And yeah. then it booted back up. Yeah. Like
0: Interestingly yeah. enough, a lot of these devices uh, are internally designed. Like the silicon itself is fabricated in a manner that they have some sort of ESD protection internally, but it wears. So they sure. can only handle so much energy and so many events before it degrades to the point where it's no longer functional. And then the energy, instead of going through this ESD protection region, it goes through the component itself and fails. Right. So maybe it'll tolerate one shock, two shock, five shocks, but one too many and it goes poof. So it is something to consider. You don't want to keep zapping your electronics if possible because yeah, it can degrade them. Most
1: of the stuff I think like headphone amps and stuff are, are designed to, they know you're plugging, you're holding a connector with it's well, on yeah. your body and you have a good chance of zapping it. Yeah. And I think most of them use, use back-to-back dials or something like that. Most would have protection of some sorts. There's a lot of things you can do. Something on the inputs where they're dropping it. To, if yeah. it goes over a certain voltage, it just shunts it to the ground. You, you know? would hope, but not you everyone does it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And some uh, op, op amps and my, a lot of chipsets are designed same way they already have built in like you said. Yes. but yeah, but either way it's never a good thing. It, like you, it wears. It's like anything. Mm-hmm. You, you want to avoid you wearing it. You can only take a hit so often before you you can't yeah. take anymore. So on that note we're done with this one. <laughs> yeah, a little off topic. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's cool. It's cool talking about vinyl. You know, yeah. We should we should have had a record on the table. We yeah, got them all well, over the, yeah. We we got it. Right. Oh yeah, we got them yeah. over there. We, well, you got the
2: Victrola right? Behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, too
1: it's bad. bad we can't just like, crank that up and play right now. Well, we can. I just wound it up.
2: does sound great. Some, doing, no, some oh, people, boy. some fun. people complain about it. You know, yeah. to get the full. Oh yeah.
0: Mm. It's, it's the beautiful. highest in fidelity. Beautiful
1: people are going to yell at us because the speed thing is broken We're let, it, get, let uh, it slow down a little right bit strike for this. it
2: has to unwind oh yeah you wound it too much well I guess we can keep rambling on on vinyl off topic tangents and no all related stuff forever mm-hmm. but uh, if you have a question uh, you can email us at uh, TOTL at abyssheadphones.com and uh, maybe it will be featured on a future video thanks for watching TS up, thank you Ha <laughs>